Okay. Does someone else want to introduce, by the way? I don't mind giving that up. Uh, well, I don't mind doing the introduction, but of course I'll leave it to Russ mm. to actually physically introduce the, the subject. Yes. Okay, can do. Okay. Do you want to do it then? Or should I do it? No, I'll do it. I'll do it. You do it then. Okay, so. <clears throat> Hello! Oh, oh, oh see, I did that thing. Yeah, yeah. I suppose I have it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a promise to idea. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Alright, cool. Okay, here we go. Um. Hello and welcome to episode two of the Too Much Time on Our Hand podcast this week. Um, I said too much time on our hand rather than hands, um, but of course it is hands. Um, This is the second part and this is a bit where it all gets a bit fruity, uh, so I'm going to leave it up to Russ uh, to tell us all about what we're going to talk about. First topic. Mm. Yeah, well, so you guys basically just said come up with something, Mm -hmm. and I'm not really capable of that. So instead of a topic that we could actually talk about for an hour... I thought we could just pose to each other some of those unanswered questions that we all have about life, the universe and everything. And we'll see if we can come up, as the sort of council of elders, the definitive answer. Okay. So, you know, to start with, for example, and I've always wondered this, which of the Fellowship of the Ring would be the most sensitive lover? (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. Um... Well, the obvious answer is Sam. Yeah, but like the Hobbit, I think they'd be small and enthusiastic, the Hobbits. <laughs> but I don't, like, you'd never feel cradled and safe. <laughs> yeah, you would always Hobbit. be the you'd big be spoon. The, you'd be the big spoon. Yeah. I mean, literally, you could nest a few of those little spoons. Let's, let's go through them. I think that's the way to do this. Hobbits, the hairy feet's a bit... Hobbits you could take as... I mean, like you could literally take the Hobbits all, in, all at once. So the Hobbits would count as one. Yep. Okay. So, sorry, anyone... If you're putting notches on Any little post, people listening to this... Then, but when we're, yeah. saying, when we're saying most sensitive, are we talking about the one that we think would most ably cradle us in their arms after Be making... Be attentive to your needs, fire? not make you feel used. Really just put you first. <laughs> and make the whole experience one to cherish. So I, like, get the, um, I get the impression that Gandalf would be a bit pushy. Yeah, yeah, a bit austere. Yeah, quite dominant and, and demanding. I think yeah. it would be. But like, you'd, you'd probably learn a lot. Yeah, <laughs> your, your technique would improve. But it would be too much at once. If you know mm. what I mean, it'd be just a bit like he'd, yeah. get, he'd tell you like three or four different things at once to do, and you'd be like, "Well, I've only got two hands. I don't really know. I, I don't mm. trust my own timing ability here to get everything right." Can yeah. you imagine? He'd just sit back with one arm behind, you know. Smoking the pipe. With the pipe. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's good, lad. Yeah, just go on. Yeah, yeah. Pop, pop your oh, head no, under no. His, his robe. Just, yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, but yeah, also I was thinking, can you imagine looking back and seeing that? <laughs> seeing Gandalf just going crazy, <laughs> hair fucking everywhere. <laughs> just <laughs> like catching his reflection. <laughs> <laughs> kissing, kissing his gun just behind you. Just twiddling his staff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I'll risk a little real light and sort of illuminating the scene. <laughs> And that's when you see that you're surrounded by wizards, yeah. <laughs> all watching you. Wow. So Gandalf, probably a bit pushy. Boromir's a definite no, right? I mean, Boromir would be incredible in the sack. Yeah, I'm not denying his sexual but he's, he's a He's a bit of rough behind the pub. No one... Yeah, use him <laughs> or lose him. Up, up against the back wall of the, uh, the Prancing Pony. 
No one knows quite what to do with the Horn of Gondor, quite like Boromir. Mm. That, that's not the horn that's round his neck. No. It's his no. dick. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, Euphemisms are always best when explained, I feel. Yeah. <laughs> the, horn, the horn is his penis. The horn is his penis. Yeah. <laughs> and if you've got the horn is his penis on the too much time on your hands bingo card, uh, cross it off now. <laughs> I've got an outside bet here. Mm-hmm. So, remember Gimli when he gets that lock of hair oh, from um, Gladriel? Yeah. And how, how he reacts to that. Yeah, but I think that's because he's a pervy little fetishist. <laughs> Do you think he's just wrapping it around he's his knob? just rubbing himself off on that. <laughs> okay, so maybe not It's Gimli basically going to look like one of those matted bits of sweaty horse mm. hair that you find in the back <laughs> of a stable, <laughs> isn't it? It's like he's still got that lock. He's like, yep. well, <laughs> sort of. Did it always stick up like yeah. that? <laughs> it's like one of those paintbrushes your kid dips in the glue. Mm. It's just like, eh, I can't use that. He takes that lock of hair and he goes back to his little bit on the boat, opens up his pack and there's a really crudely carved Gladriel <laughs> doll. <laughs> Yeah. sort of drawn Which really just, horrible anatomy just, features just, on just a giant hole mm. in the bottom of it yeah yeah see the thing is right that soggy bit of wood nothing <laughs> nothing <laughs> do you want a hand nobody touches a dwarf oh sorry oh, going home the um Aragorn I, th- I think it does leave Aragorn but I Legolas think, as well I don't think necessarily he'd be particularly sensitive though I think the amount of stress that man has had on his shoulders mm. I think you'd find yourself in a situation where you'd be the one going look it happens to everyone you know one in three men I've been told you know it's, he's, don't he's, worry about it it's we'll, we'll try again in a minute you know mm. kind of thing but I get the impression that I mean, I'd quite like to sort of lie in his lap while he speaks Elvish to me. I, mm. I think that would be quite sensitive. <laughs> yeah. you know, Repeat what you just said and think about <laughs> yeah. it. Like, you'd, you'd be there and it'd be all lovely and it'd be stroking your hair and then yeah. he'd just start crying and talking about Arwen. Yeah. So yeah. you imagine he's cheating on Arwen in this situation. Well, well, With he wouldn't be Aragorn otherwise. I suppose you so. know, everyone has to relieve tension while they're, you know... Taking the ring to Mordor. I... Which is a good euphemism. <laughs> so I'm going to use, Jolie, would you like to come upstairs and take the ring to Mordor? <laughs> would you like to mount Doom? <laughs> yeah. That's nice. Like that. um, we missed Legolas. I think he'd be a bit show-offy. I think mm. he'd, you'd wander into Legolas's room, mirror on the ceiling, and he'd just be looking at himself. Yeah. Mm. He's, he's got, got like the, the elvish equivalent of FHM posters all over his wall. Yeah, yeah. Good, yeah. He'd be the one to get up and brush his hair first, <laughs> as soon as you're done. Or he'd do it with a shower cap on. <laughs> Just keep it perfectly in, you know, because it takes it yeah. off. And spills, don't, don't touch the makeup. Spills down. <laughs> hmm. See, I don't know necessarily. I mean, they're all quite battle-hardened men. I mean, I don't get the impression that you know. It depends whether it's during the the quest or whether it's kind of afterwards. But I think. Afterwards, they'd be a bit boring. They'd be kind of a bit, you know, they'd all have let themselves go a bit. You know, Legolas is going to be like a Jabba mm. the Hutt sort of, you know, just like, oh, You mean you're talking about Lord of the Rings 20 years down the line? Yeah. <laughs> like like Train Spotting 2. It's like, <laughs> yeah. you know, they're all going to be a bit soggy around the middle. And one of them, it's, it's almost like Watchmen. Yeah. Where they've all kind of, everything's gone to shit, basically. Yeah. 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 Hit the bottle. Yeah. And someone's got to get the band back together. What are we going to do? We're going to go forge a ring in Mount Doom and bring it back. Yeah, exactly. And then we'll have to start it all again. Who's with me? You know, yeah. 
don't know. Um, Gandalf just living on Radagast's floor. Just... I mean, to be honest, maybe I'd, you'd have to judge it on who would I sleep with that I think could provide the sort of lifestyle that I'd like to live <laughs> lead mm. afterwards. Well, I you, think... You've become accustomed to certain tastes and you expect yeah. that to be provided. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I go back to Sam. The thing that worries me the most is that that out of the membership of the Fellowship of the Ring, we are actually, as three heterosexual men, (laughs) talking in quite earnest terms about the rugged men that we would like to tenderly hold us in their arms. That's what we all watch the extended editions for. (laughs) It's very good. It's very good. It's very liberating. Okay, so when it's all over, Sam just goes back. Gets the love of his life. Gets with the love of his life. Has kids. No, he 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 goes back to live next door to the love of his life. Really? Oh, that's true. Yes. Mm. Uh, Reluctantly, the way, the shut way, up with Rosie. Yeah, the is. way he <laughs> looks at Frodo at the end of the Return of the King, it's really really suspect. I mean, it's a it's a real. <laughs> it's a. I mean, I get the impression. You know, you'd never be hungry. You'd always yeah. have potatoes. Um, you know, he'd always insist I, on I feeding him. I bet he him a good roast. And I know there's a bit of cuddle there. You know, I think that would be quite tender yeah. and sweet. And, yeah. You know, he'd be a bit porky, but he'd be looking after you and you would never really want for anything. You'd, you'd be happy. You'd, you'd wake you'd up, be so happy. happy. Yeah. You'd wake up for the best breakfast. Yeah. You'd get so fat. But, I, but, but he'd never say anything. He'd never yeah. be like, oh, you're pretty He, would, he wouldn't powerful. judge you. He wouldn't make you feel bad about yourself. He'd, he'd smile at you. He'd pinch your cheek and he'd say well, what are we going to do today yeah. my and be like, you know, tell, he'd be like tell me the story about the ring and he goes we're and then, then just end the whole thing with like but really you're my precious <sighs> as long as you don't remind him about Frodo yeah, we never Frodo. mentioned Frodo by the way Frodo Frodo <laughs> Frodo <laughs> I think I was thinking of those little Capri's Frodo <laughs> <laughs> Frodo the Frodo the Frodo <laughs> Frodo yeah as long as he can move on from Frodo I think Sam would probably be the winner I think you're probably right. I think so. That's good. Um, and thought... you heard it here first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So definitive. Sam is the most sensitive lover in the fellowship. I'm going to get on Wikipedia and just start popping these facts in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, voted most sensitive lover by a Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. I've got another Lord of the Rings one. It's a, it's, it's not like serious, but it's a bit more serious. Yeah. Which is well, what we should would... tackle serious issues as well. Don't don't worry about that. What would happen if the fellowship all went to Mordor? Or how much quicker would they have got things done? Shelob only looks like a challenge if you're a hobbit. I'd imagine Aragorn would have dispensed with Shelob, for example, a lot quicker. Yeah. Well, and like they, they had, he had the means of defeating Shelob in his pocket. Yes. Somebody would have gone, that uh, thing yeah. that Fadril gave me. Yeah, yeah. Just whip that out, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Gimli's trying to tickle him with his hair. <laughs> no, not you, Gimli. <laughs> what, the, the wank stalk? <laughs> wank stalk. <laughs> this is this kind of, yeah, mingy bit of hair. <laughs> So, but I mean, would it? I'll be part of the reason it's just them is because they're they're tiny, and so yeah. no one thinks they're gonna make a difference. But of course, so you think Shelob was just a run-of-the-mill house spider? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> next to the just Hobbit scaled. with this towering. I just, I just get the feeling Aragorn would wander in, cut its legs off, and go right. Let's carry on. I think yeah. you'd tread on Shelob by accident. Yeah. <laughs> so where's the spot? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> just, oh sorry. <laughs> shit. Mm. Admittedly, the rest of the world would go to shit without them. But if yeah. they all went to Mount Doom, and say we've got to imagine Boromir survives, Gandalf stays being Gandalf the Grey, doesn't 
isn't reborn as Gandalf the White. As Super Gandalf. Yeah, Super Gandalf. Yeah, as washed his hair Gandalf. Um, and, <laughs> and yeah, Legolas, Gimli, Aragorn, Merry and Pippin all mm-hmm. kind of just go with them. Which was the original plan, was it not? It was, yeah. So you probably look at Minas Tirith getting destroyed. Yes, yeah. Because and Aragorn wouldn't be able to get the army of ghosts out of the mountain. That's true. That's an issue. But then they might have got there before any of that happened. Yeah, I mean, Aragorn basically stroll up to the gates, kick it open, wander in, <laughs> yeah. just deal with it like a boss and fuck off out there. <laughs> yeah. Fro- just, just give me the fucking ring, Frodo. <laughs> but, but it would, but, yeah, but it would undo everything. Because the only other thing I thought was everyone would be trying to get the ring the whole time. So Frodo would just think you would not sleep into a squabble. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah, and they wouldn't get anything done because they'd all be trying to fight for the ring. Well, I can't wait. That's because of uh, having to borrow me. That's why they end up split up in the first place. Exactly. So yeah. they, they probably wouldn't have been able to make it all the way there. Yeah. Without the band falling apart. Yeah. That's true. It, it, they split purely because mm. the temptation is too mm. great. But you're saying what would happen if they all, so maybe yeah. if they split up, all arrived at Mordor yeah. for separate ways. So they yeah. haven't been getting on each other's nerves for yeah. months on end. Mm. Yeah. They say they meet a Minas Tirith, so Boromir can go, Faramir, how are you doing? The less yeah. good version of me. Um, so, um, and then, yeah, they all just kind of go, well, let's go, let's go bin this ring off. Go yeah. on. Call it an early lunch. Call it, call it an early lunch, yeah. I don't think it's going to be too hard. Let's not trust this little fucker, though, that's, that's been <laughs> hanging around with you. Why are you hanging around with him? He's a dick. Get rid of Gollum. Well, if they'd all just single-mindedly gone that way, mm. then Gollum wouldn't be hanging around them. He'd still no. be following them, you know, like a kilometre back. Yeah. Because mm. that's the point. When they're climbing up to the, the Mines of Aurea, mm. you know, they look behind them and they go, oh, well, what's that? And, and, you know, Gandalf goes, oh, oh yeah, well, he's, <laughs> he's, tell you. he's been following us for, like, the past, um, like, ever since we left, actually. <laughs> and it's like, well, why didn't you say anything? Mm. He's really into designer jewellery. Yeah. Um, don't worry I'm sure it's I'm sure it's fine I'm sure he's not going to try and steal that bit yeah no probably not that's fine don't worry about it there's some eagles coming yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean yeah that would be the other thing Gandalf could probably just go yeah somebody would have thought to ring the eagles get eagles in <laughs> yeah hi yeah Alan yeah yeah no, we only need to pick up from the uh, yeah the mines <laughs> means to ask how exactly do you hold the phone to <laughs> yeah. yeah hands free okay the hat, your bluetooth <laughs> amazing so if that happened, we're thinking maybe, what, 150 pages for the book? <laughs> yeah. A lot less yeah, singing. So I don't think Aragorn would... No, I know he does a bit of singing, doesn't he, Aragorn? He does do a bit of singing. I always skip the singing bits. I always skip, skip the singing bits as well. Yeah, yeah. So you start meaning well and you're like, oh, mate, six <laughs> This goes on forever. Yeah, fuck <laughs> it, Pages and pages of singing. But yeah, I think it would be done a lot quicker. Because, I mean, between... So what challenges do Frodo and Sam face after they split up? from the rest of the group. There's a lot of walking through some pretty Yeah, they get areas. lost quite a lot, don't they? Until yeah. Gollum catches up with them, they're sort of wandering around in circles. Mm. But I get the feeling they wouldn't... And they have to... They double... Because they go to the gates of Moria mm. and then they have to double back quite a long way past Minas Morgul mm. and go up the stairs to yeah. Shelob's lair and in that way. But I get the feeling having someone like Legolas probably helps them negate any issues with getting lost mm. well he he might have gone that gate is yeah. massive and yeah. we, we are not getting through yeah. that so, guys so we're, it's, we're it's not, not it's not close even, yeah it's, it's, so, it's, it's, it's big know, and far away and mm. I know Shelob's over there yeah. so I think we'll just we'll go in there 
and it's a short hop down from her, you know, and she's quite big. But big, big spider. Yeah. But I'm here. We, you know, we did all right with the Balrog. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Be fine. Mm. Don't worry about it. Just don't worry about it. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. So it had been a casual stroll, zero drama. Yeah, they'd, they'd have gone through the 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 marshes, wouldn't they? And that would have been maybe a bit harrowing for people that are descendants of. Yeah, only because they keep well, fucking Frodo keeps slipping in. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, so that's a good point. Look so, up, dear, but, so Aragorn becomes like you dick, get out, and then yeah. get, gets up and slips in the other side. <laughs> yeah. like, for fuck's sake, this is not a Benny Hill sketch. Yeah. So they'd have done it. Really, they'd probably just got there really quickly. Yeah. It would have been alright. They'd probably yeah. run because in in the books. When they're chasing Merry and Pippin, they, they run for about six months. Oh, yeah, Aragorn, like, less than Gimli, they just they run like across all of Rohan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's not mean, walking; they are running. Yeah. Even in the film, every time it snaps back, yeah, so that, that part of they're just they're, they're, they're running. running. Yeah. They're running up a very steep incline. It's, it's hilarious, running and jumping over rocks and things. You just think, "Fuck me." <laughs> I haven't seen people run this fast since, you know... One of them's a dwarf. And they do make jokes about it in the film that, you know, he's little and he struggles with the Yeah, but he's the always the back going... <laughs> <laughs> like anyone would if they'd run for half a yeah. year. Yeah. Whereas fucking Legolas just pissing along like some cross-country skier. <laughs> fucking cunt. Just... just, just oh, come on! Come on, we're almost there. Just... <laughs> So yeah, they they just get it done really quickly. They go home. <laughs> I don't yeah. think, no big drama. I don't even think if you do it in timeline, you probably lose Helm's Deep. Yeah, mm-hmm. you probably lose Rohan because Saruman gets his shit together pretty quickly compared to Sauron, who seems to yeah you know it's a bigger army I suppose, but it seems to take him a bit longer. Um, so yeah, and at some point Boromir meets up with Faramir, and then. King, it's not Theoden, is it? Theoden's, um, is it Theoden? King of Rohan? Yeah, no, uh, Gondor. Oh, um, Denethor. Denethor. Denethor finds out that Boromir's not dead. Faramir is pissed off because he's still the shit, shit brother. And he is shit. Faramir is shit. Uh-oh. Good looking, though. <sighs> not quite Boromir, though, is he? Nah, but nobody's quite Boromir. Yeah, true. I love Boromir. <laughs> so, yeah, I think they get it done. I think Minas Tirith... Probably a bit rubbly, mm. but and they come back and go, if guys, it's done. Yeah, it's fine. Just we'll help you rebuild. How's Rohan doing? Mm. Not so good. Mm. Not so good. Probably should just leave that one alone. <laughs> kind of worms. <laughs> yeah, um, and um, Frodo's there going, I've got my fingers. I've still got my fingers yep. because yeah, someone will try and kill Gollum before that happens. I think, yeah, I think they just get it done a bit quicker. Lose Rohan. No one really cares that much about Rohan anyway. Gondor certainly don't, from what I understand. So, no. Yeah. That's about it. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. Cool. Yeah. All right. Is that one put to bed? Yeah. What's next? Um, what do you think Darth Vader's room on the Executor looks like? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's probably black. Well, he's got his his like oh, it's chamber. White. It's white in the chamber. He's got it? his white chamber. He's got his black chamber with the white inside. The ball of Solace. Yeah, but so I'm 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 talking about his bunk, his actual room, his room. See, like having watched, you know, years ago, I'd have said it's just austere, black, pristine, mm. minimalist. But now that we know he's actually a whiny, horny teenager, <laughs> <laughs> yes, 
it's you know there's going to be like uh, there'll be some awful framed photo of Natalie Portman yeah. by his journal where he writes his poetry. Yeah, <laughs> he has a hundred different versions of a poem just called. No. <laughs> I think he's probably got his lightsaber on a mount as well, and he's probably yeah. in the middle of the room. Mm. So yeah. it's just, it's just his, his lightsaber hilt in the middle of the room. I always like the idea that there's a really um, kind of retro sound system in one corner with just like a stack of um, kind of really emo-y early 2000s <laughs> bands on him. Like really, you know, things that he's convinced really speak to him. But if he's had a good day, he's pleased the Emperor, the Cantina song comes on. He's, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's just wall-to-wall like Evanescence. yeah. Exactly. That's what I imagine. You know, sort of at the end of you know, stripping off the armor and stuff. You, you know, can't take the helmet off, though, can he? Well, no. But maybe, maybe in his room, it's like it's like the hyperbaric chamber. You know, mm. he can take it off, and he's like, you know, he can kind of roam around <laughs> with his with his robot arms and stuff like that. You know, mm. I just imagine, just, you know, just sinking into a bath. You know, just feeling a bit pissed. I mean, because a dude like him can't just be working, working, working all day. Mm. He can't. He can't always have some. You know, hideous Machiavellian sort of thing yeah. going on. He it must has every to now take and then. work-life balance into account. It's so important. The emperor can't always be ringing him up saying you've got to go kill him or or. Oh, or I think you, he break has him to, or you know tempt him to the dark side. Or... You have to turn your work phone off at seven o'clock. Yeah. Not answer any emails, and if you know if he goes in on Monday morning and the emperor's like, I've sent you six messages, mate. What's, what's, what's going on? He just has to be firm and say that's my me time. <laughs> Really, you know, otherwise you just get stressed. Singing into the hairbrush. Yeah. You know, really, really scream some primal scream therapy out the window into black space. Mm-hmm. I think that, oh no, I, I think he takes his work home with him though. He's got the look of a man who takes his work home with him. Or like some captured rebels. You, well, no, I'm, I'm talking like he's sitting in the bar, he's looking at Death Star plans with um, proposed timing on how long it's going to take for certain parts to be made. And he just looks at it, just puts it down, just goes. I think he thinks he's bitten off more than he can chew with this Death Star. It's quite big. Um, he's really... Yeah, he, he was yeah. sort of bucking for that promotion. He, he, he knows, that, he knows that Steve really should have got mm. overseeing a Death Star job. But, but he, he made that power play and he got the role, but he's really worried now that he's yeah. going to screw it up. And Tarkin's... But the pissy, talking back a bit the too pissy much, yeah. teenager version, I don't think... I mean, Darth Vader didn't build it, remember? Because no. he even says to Tarkin, don't be so mm. overconfident that there's technological terror that you've constructed. Mm. Mm. And stuff. Actually, if you think about him being the pissy teenager, every line that sounds like that has a new sort of meaning now. <laughs> he's like, oh, well, don't be... You know, he's kind of like, oh, well, don't be so fucking, you know, proud of this fucking thing. I could have fucking done it if I wanted to. I, I um, kill kids. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's, it, I mean, everything like that. You know, oh, the force is strong with this one. You know, the force is fucking strong with this one. It's strong with me. Yeah, I'm yeah. the fucking strong one around here, fucking say. And then we're running against, you know. What's your dad's name? I don't have one. Oh, we'd be honoured if you would join us. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. It, I, it, yeah, it's funny. I mean, I like to imagine that he um, he he enjoys his downtime. And mm. I, 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 but there is also part of me that kind of imagines that, like you say, if he is the kind of guy that takes his work home, there's going to be a lot of like takeaway trays, yes. like you know, sort of littering the floor. Um, and you know, he gets home every night and he just kind of looks around, really like, ah, oh, this, this is my life, isn't it? Because he mean, knows that he's not really welcome in the canteen. Nobody wants to sit with him. Yeah. Everyone starts acting really awkward. He's got, always forgets his birthday. Mm. He's trying to find a hobby that suits him as well. So he's got his uh, Airfix tie advanced. Yes, and he's built some of it, and he really wants to do it properly. So he's painted himself. Which yeah. wasn't really that hard because it's just all black. Yeah. Um, 
and he's painted the inside of the cockpit, but then he's kind of lost interest. He had a long period at work where he was away from it, and now all the paint's congealed. Paint's congealed. No good. He's going to have to buy some more, but that takes ages. Yeah, and so so he's moved on to something else, something a little less stressful. I'd imagine he probably a bit of yoga, maybe. Yeah, stretch the robot legs. Grows bonsai. Yeah, I can see that. And to try and sort of centre him, get a bit of calm, but he always just just loses it and ends up throwing it across the room. Yeah. Imagine what it must feel like to walk into a room of people that you know are so scared of you that they hate you. Mm. All the time. Every time. That's just dance every day at work. (laughs) They're terrified. Yeah, they're terrified. (laughs) Petrified. Yeah, that would would be a really dismal It's hard to make a human connection. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you just wouldn't. You wouldn't bother. I think you just... You, like I said, you'd just have a, a hovel. It's a shame he never met his grandson, because they would get on like a house on fire. Well, yes, his canon grandson, rather than... Well, actually, his, yeah. even his fictional grandson. Spoilers, by the way, if you haven't seen His fictional grandson, as opposed to the one in the movies. Well, the one now, yeah. I mean, the alternate timeline, Jason Solo, um, one of the twins, um, turns to the dark side, yeah, okay. Darth Kydus. Um, you know, so it ain't nothing but a family thing, and mm. they're all whingy pussies. Yeah, so I think they get on really well. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's really funny. Like considering the negative reactions that people had to pissy teenager Darth Vader, mm. it was quite a leap to go for pissy teenager <laughs> Kylo, Kylo Ren. Ren yeah. You know, they're like mm, people really seem to relate to this sort of uh, Anakin Skywalker character that we cooked up. Let's let's like, you know try and develop that. I mean, maybe what should we do with the hair? The same. Do the same thing. Same. same yeah. Yeah. Instead of waiting for it to get to that point, let's just go in. <laughs> we'll go in at the sort of the yeah. It's <laughs> mental. Anyway, yeah. So I think we cleared that one up. Yeah. So emo bedroom. Poster of the Smiths on the wall. But yeah. in bad Messy need of tidy. Yeah. Yeah. But he doesn't let the cleaners in. No. No. He doesn't want to see his mess. No. Yeah. He's used Kleenex next yeah. to him. <laughs> yeah. There must be something in his suit that deals with that. Reckon? Just tears. Well, where where did he get chopped off? It, like the legs. Legs. Yeah. <laughs> so he's still there. Uh, well. Lil, Lil Darth is still functional. I mean, let's put it this way. All of his... A lot of his flesh and a lot of his hair, well, all of his hair. He's Darth Invader. Sorry, I just had to think of something. So, yeah. so potentially... I mean, explain a lot of the anger. I was going to say, like, that that sort of level of anger is only, I think, achievable if you don't have the ability to jerk off. <laughs> and he is lying on his front, right? Yeah. In, in Revenge of the Sith, he's lying on the front. Oh, crowd. God, I someone rolled you. me over. <laughs> My balls are on fire, you dick. Well, that's the point. I mean, they probably melted to a exactly, rock. Exactly, yeah. You know, they sort of kind of unstuck yeah. him, and they were like, oh, oh. There's two oh, stormtroopers uh, just like, yeah. one foot on the rock. Quick, one, one on the stumps, the stumps of arms, just trying to yank him off. Just yeah, the balls. Just like, is that my no no it's just a rock don't worry about it <laughs> just, it's just a rock don't worry about it it's small fine. fleshy rock <laughs> yeah just fine don't worry about it it's fine don't even look at it <laughs> just imagine he just first thing he just walks out in his suit and, and then just goes oh fuck he had the higher ground he had the higher ground should have, should have conceded. But that is such a bitch way to go out yeah. as well. Like, don't don't tempt me out again. I've got the higher ground. You know, <laughs> yeah. they, you know, do you know how to dress all leave of his senses. Just loses it all. Leaps at him mm. over his head. And sort of... What was he planning? Seems to, like, you know, $60 million... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sort of like... <laughs> it's not that been the Power Rangers. Slows down. And everyone kind of just... 
<laughs> does a sort of a C in, in the air and that's it it's just <laughs> considering how epic the fight had been up until then yeah I know it's really ah! <laughs> there's that bit where they're both doing the, the <laughs> for no reason for no reason it's just doing just mimicky like glow sticks and a really really going for it aren't they it's like, like that bit in A Million Ways to Die in the West when that bar fight breaks out and Albert and, and his mate I can't remember the guy played by Giovanni Ribisi just go quick quick get your places and they're just like flailing their fists at each other going nobody should get involved over here we've got our own thing going on we're all getting really hurt just so funny so yeah emo room yeah yeah oh man that really made me laugh just going to calm myself down a bit oh that noise could come across us. <laughs> no, that's, that's not a good noise, is it? Oh, thanks, Dan. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, that's really good. Work. Well done, mate. Yeah. Oh, good work, son. Oh, no, that's even worse. That's... Oh, yeah, that's just as bad! That sounds just as... It sounds worse. Hang on. Yep, don't do that. Is that, is that bad? Don't do that. Okay. Um, that's it. Yeah. Well, I haven't got anything else to fan myself with. <laughs> okay. Russ, what's the next one? <laughs> So, if the only way to get to Hogwarts is from Platform 9 and 3 quarters of King's Cross Station, hmm. how do all the kids that don't live in London and the South East and the South East get there? And is this an example of the institutional elitism of Hogwarts <laughs> <laughs> as an educational institution? Is it basically Wizard Eaton? I think it port... Is it port... What are they called? Eaton. Port keys or whatever it is. Like the boot in... Um... Children, they can't use those. Can they not? No. So maybe the parents use them to get to London and then they get on the Hogwarts Express. But that's, that's just ridiculous expecting people to go that far out of their way. And where, where would you where would you get the I mean you are learning to be a wizard, that's pretty cool. When they when they set up the portkeys to do the Quidditch World Cup, they yeah. have to it's a massive operation to get them done. True. They have to be really out of the way. They have to walk for like five miles from where they get the portkey to to get to the Quidditch World Cup. So what about like the night bus thing? So what if there's other night buses that lead you to London, then you hop on Hogwarts Express? They refer to it as the night bus, not the night buses. I don't... I don't we're talking about sort of about 300 kids or so to get in there. So, I, you know, do we... The, the wizarding talent in Newcastle and Glasgow and anywhere north of freaking Watford, are they, are they just... Do they not get the letter? Like, we don't, we don't want riffraff like that at Hogwarts. I kind of get all out that's the case anyway. It's just in my pocket. So. What's it do? It's just a stone. It was a wedding favour. So, that my table. Quite wizardy. Mm. I'm just, I'm just playing with it. Um, yeah, Dan, Dan's got a little Horcrux in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> this is all bollocks to me. I've only read the first three books. Um, what are you serious? Yeah, you haven't read Harry Potter. I've read the first three. Unbelievable. First four, in fact, and I've watched the first five films. I'm amazed you've been allowed to get away with that. Why? It's, it's not the same. I, I don't so they can't just they can't just get a regular train to to London to get the train to Hogwarts. That's not very that's not a very <laughs> inspiring magical journey, is it? No, <laughs> I was gonna say that's the point, isn't it? Is that everything up to then is just a commute. <laughs> on the first day and like Harry's talking about oh I was on this I was on an island and thousands of letters came in and then Hagrid personally came and got me and they're just like I've got the fucking five oh seven from Swanage. <laughs> but he is bullshit, mate. He is on an island. Not an island. He is Harry Potter, sorry. He's he is 
pretty important to the Harry Potter books. So yeah, he's just another kid. Yeah, really. because there's, I mean, even in the first one, there's there's hundreds of other children. Do so you think he gets special treatment just because of who his family are? It's eaten. <laughs> it's, it's, that's they're just all they do. I'm is not denying that. It they're is. just setting up the the Ministry of Magic for the next fifty years. It's like that Bullingdon Club photo with Boris Johnson in it. It's, it's exactly the same sort of thing. I don't. It's, it is that. true. I mean, you know, London is a focal point of population in this country, and it is just, you know, is it coincidence that a lot of these people have houses in Highbury hmm. and Chelsea and all the sort of more affluent hmm. suburbs of London? Yeah. Where does where does Ron Cricklewood, Golders Green, yeah. well out in the countryside? Somewhere. He does, yeah. So yeah. how does he get there? Well, he has to. His parents have to give him a, a lift in their car. Yeah, but he's one of those fucking irritating people who, even though their you know their parents work in the city, yeah. they've gone. Oh, it's so refreshing to live outside of London mm. um, because you know there's clean air and green land. And I feel that Ron is capable of, you know, he's, he's getting good fresh air. Uh, it's very nice, very happy. But then, of course, they're the ones that spend every waking moment in London. Mm. You know, so they're elitist pricks too. Um, so, next question. Because I, I genuinely don't know that much about Harry Potter. How, because his dad works in the Ministry of Magic, right? He's Ron's. Yeah. Yeah. How does he get to the Ministry? Well, he operates Magic. or um, goes through the flu network, doesn't he? Because he's an adult and he can do that. But kids can't do that. I don't think they can, can they? I don't know. I mean, I think it's a bit... I think it's a health and safety thing. Mm. It's a sort of, you know, he's been doing it for years. It's like that kind of thing. Like, if you had a bike licence before a certain time, mm. they kind of go... Yeah, you're probably you, fine. You're probably okay. Yeah, it's not really too bad. You know? I think that's mm. probably it. Yeah. He's been riding the flus for ages. You don't. You have to take. You have to take. A, you have to be seventeen and do a test to apparate. Yeah, so maybe it's something similar to that. It's maybe interesting. But you might be right. Maybe it's just these are. It's a really elite. I mean, it's, maybe there's like a really shit comprehensive somewhere else that we never hear of. Is there anyone who's churning out like vocational wizards that don't have any formal qualifications? There's there's not many wizards in Hogwarts that didn't have relatives that went to Hogwarts either. I think it's the only wizarding school in the UK, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So all magically talented people have to go to Hogwarts. Apart from Pig Veruca Comprehensive. Mm. Yeah. With, with the, they, yeah. But, you know, lack of choice in any system will lead to stagnation and inefficiency. <laughs> and it must cost a bit. And an elitist ruling well, class crushing... Where it's a boarding school. Where is it, it getting its funding from? They don't pay fees to go there. No. What sort of... Do they not pay fees there, though? No, they don't. Okay. Well, they never went heavy into the admin. No. But I, 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 don't, I, I think you pay fees to go to Hogwarts. I kind of figure that the fees would just come out of... Because Harry's got that vault just full of cash, hasn't he, basically? Yeah, because he's loaded in tight little shit. So I, the, way, the way I kind of looked at it was, Harry... The, the fees came from Harry's vault. And they just kind of came out of there. Uh, with Ron, I got the feeling that it's because his dad works for the Ministry of Magic. Mm-hmm. So they get discount. Mm. Um, and with Hermione, her parents, I'd imagine, are loaded. They're, they're, they're they are, and I'm, I'm quotation marks here, muggles, I believe, are they not? Don't try and pretend you don't know all this shit. I don't know all this shit. But, so, Hermione's parents aren't wizards, are they? No, they're both dentists. They're both dentists? I think they're both dentists. So they're probably on a fair bit of money. Yeah, a decent bit of buns. So, hey, do, you, do you not think that there's, there's, there's a chance here 
that everyone could be a wizard if you could afford it. Mm. So maybe, maybe we've all got it in us, but this elite little network, almost like the, the so free like working in the media. Yeah, it's only available to people that can afford to do an unpaid internship for yeah. five years. But isn't that yeah. like isn't that like Eton where they go? We're not elitists. We accept everyone. It just so happens that the only people who could afford us are all the rich people, <laughs> that, we, yeah. that we actually want to come here. Well, exactly. Yeah. Maybe we could all be wizards, and Hogwarts are really fucking us over. Here. So I'm doomed to the life of a muggle mm. simply because you can't afford it. I can't afford it. Mm. Or, or, or you haven't. You don't have a relative that went there as well. I think. I think the idea is that you can. I mean, yeah, to be honest, family connections these, yeah. are very important. Yeah, yeah. See, and therefore all these things. Mm. If at anything they yeah. fall into the camp that supports, it is just the magical Eton. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't disagree. I mean, it's a, it's in a fucking castle. Yeah, yeah. It's it's castle in the middle of nowhere. It's meant to be in Scotland, isn't it? They never explicitly say, mm. but it, it definitely feels like it has it a is. Scottish vibe to it, doesn't yeah. it? So, so we're also, but I mean, also that's quite offensive. We're we're meant to then take that at face value that Scotland is such a bleak and mm. unforgiving landscape that no one dares venture. Mm. near Hogwarts and ever sees those people twatting around on um, fucking broomsticks you know they never, they never kind yeah. of go because it's like oh no it's just Hogwarts it's oh, north like, of the wall it's just a wild uncivilised land <laughs> yeah. this little pocket of <laughs> yeah and also well the Glasgow is just a ghetto <laughs> just a walled off town <laughs> you see you see all the all the ex-students who all seem to come back always seem to end up coming back to Hogwarts mm. There is a feel of like the skull, oh, skull and Bones kind yeah. of club to them, isn't there? Yeah, it's very, very, very old, very incestuous network. Yeah, especially I mean, even even like the end of the of the of the final film with Harry Potter when he sort of you know pushes his son mm. through the you know he's like oh well, we're here we're going to say goodbye. So you kind of almost imagine that. He hasn't gone through any of the rigorous protocol or anything like that, you know, for entry or something. He's just yeah. kind of gone, he's going. Okay? They just, they just went just... for a drink. Oh, I don't think we need to bothering with any of that for you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Straight in you yeah, go. Yeah, lots of thigh slapping goes on and then, you know, Potter, yeah. Master Potter and goes in. For every Harry Potter you've got from Hogwarts as a product of Hogwarts, you've got a Voldemort as well. Hmm. It's definitely not good. I think you're on something there, Russ. Yeah, I'm going to go and write some fanfic about, like, slightly disillusioned less able students that got kicked out of Hogwarts because Harry Potter's entitled bastard of a son got their place and they go on to become well, the next maybe, maybe the ones that are, are ghosts maybe the, the poor ghost children <coughs> I mean what's been going on there I mean, that's, that's <laughs> yeah, exactly a few kids have died here yeah, yeah. how uh, well, hey, just, you just can get check our records. They're, the they're, they're, they're all in order. You can go and you know just read all the accident mm. um, reports. Sometimes we kill poor children. <laughs> That's not what we said. That's not <laughs> yeah. what we said. Yeah. yeah. Oh, welcome. Yeah. Uh, you're, you will be sleeping in the pit of fire. <laughs> sometimes we. Yeah. Sometimes we practice our killing curse, or whatever the fuck it's called, on um, on poor people to see if it works. <laughs> poor people. Oh, heavens. Exactly. Yeah. We get yeah. some of them in. <laughs> we practice some of our spells on them, and sometimes they die. Awesome. So Hogwarts is just a, a desperate cry for the renationalisation of the magical education system. I can't wait to hear the Bill Barrack song about it. That's what I'm looking forward to. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, shall I do another one? Yeah, my friend. Mine's really simple, and I wrote just a name for the next one. Um, and you've got to take one character out, because I think that one character would win. And it's simply, which Nick Cage wins in a fight? 
of all the Nick Cage characters in a Royal Rumble, which one comes out victorious? Fuck You've got to take out Ghost Rider, is what I'm thinking. And maybe the guy from Kick-Ass as well. Mm. He's pretty badass. Yeah, exactly. He's just, he doesn't have any actual superpowers, does he? Yeah, and just spoilers, guy. he does die. Well, so. But then what about Castor Troy? The, the absolute, master criminal. Yeah. Well, the terrorist. The terrorist for hire. Mm. Mm. Which one's Castor Troy? Uh, from Face, Face Off. Off. Oh, of course. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, so he's in there. You've got... Cameron uh, Poe from the... Is that his name? From The Rock? The <laughs> Rock, I think it is. Stupid fucking name. No, those um, Con Air. Con Air. Oh, Con Air. Yeah. Who's he yeah. in The Rock? He's the um, biological weapons expert. Yeah, what's his name? I'm going to look up... I'm going to look him up on IMDb. Please right? tell me it's like something Tasker or something... <laughs> Harry Tasker. It's you. You're the rocket man. Um, I love that film so much. It is very good. My wife loves that film as well. Okay, so let's look up um, Nick Cage before we go any further. Uh, he's not even on the first page for Nicolas Cage. Oh, there he is. Oh, that's a sad indictment. For Nicholas. Nicholas. So many other Nicholas has come up before. Right. Nicholas. <clears throat> for starters, he's done about 400 films in the yes. last year. Isn't he desperately bankrupt and will do Just anything for money, pretty much? Pretty much, yeah. So let's try and find some some of the more obvious ones. So are we include? We're not including Ghost Rider because so we're sticking to human mortal characters. Yeah, I think that's fair. And I, I, I maybe even just stick to nineties or late nineties, early two thousands. Nick, Nick Cage, Cage heyday. Yeah. So let's go before uh, Bad Lieutenant. Let's ignore Season of the Witch and Sorcerer's Apprentice for, for so many reasons. What about National Treasure, Nicholas Cage? National Treasure, Nick Cage. Ben Gates is his character in National Treasure. Uh, he's in Grindhouse as well, apparently. National Treasure, that's just the shit Indiana Jones one, yeah. isn't it? Yes. Shit Indiana... <laughs> shit. Shit Indiana Jones? Uh, you got Edward Malice from the Wicker Man remake. He has done some shit recently. I would like to. That guy would just get that shit beaten out of him anyway. Yeah. Sorry, in National Treasure, he's called Benjamin Franklin Gates. Really? That is <laughs> fucking brilliant. That is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, and it's just and they obviously realise it's ridiculous because in National Treasure Two, it's shortened to Ben Gates. <laughs> um, in a film called Sunny, he plays someone called Acid Yellow. Wind Talkers Joe Joe um, Joe Enders. Okay, so here we go. These these, these are the ones we, we we're really interested in. So go on in sixty seconds. Oh, he's called. Don't um, yeah no no no. no. Oh, he's, what um, is it? Uh, it's a place. Yeah. It's called Memphis Rains. Memphis oh, Rains. Yeah. yeah. So so shit. He's in there. Snake Eyes is Rick Sant Rick Santoro. <laughs> Uh, City of Angels he's an angel in that I don't know he's <laughs> not human doesn't count yeah, Castor Troy is face off uh, he's got the best names I mean, this is an untapped resource we thought Statham won this but uh, Con Air is Cameron Poe yeah The Rock is Stanley Goodspeed mm-hmm. incredible <laughs> that is the shittest action hero name I've ever heard Goodspeed where are you Goodspeed I trust you know the etymology of your name <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, leaving Las Vegas, let's just count him out already. Oh, uh, yeah, the alcoholic. Yeah. No, Sean Connery just did not give a fuck in that film, did he? <laughs> no, he didn't. Do you think he remotely understood what he was doing? No. Not no. even once. 
Could not care less. He didn't even ask the director for motivation, did he? He just kind of went, right, whatever. I'm just, I'm just going to be. Lines. I'm just going to be Sean Connery. Mm. Yeah. What basically. accent do you want me to do? That's going to yes. be my voice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can play a Spaniard. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't he Egyptian or a Russian? <laughs> and now I'm in the the longest day as a Welshman. <laughs> what? Isn't Rami- I thought Ramirez was. Egypt- oh no, he's just come from Egypt. Yeah, 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 Spanish. He's called the Spaniard. Yeah, and he's um, he doesn't even do convincing Chicago Irish in Untouchables. Even does he really? Just sounds like Sean Connery. I like in uh, <laughs> what's the uh, the hunt for Red October? Yeah, oh, he's Russian. He's yeah. speaking Russian. I'm Russian. The camera zooms in, and it's like he's just given up. He's just Sean <laughs> Connery speaking English in his voice. Right. Anyway, let's go. Let's go back to so. See which ones we're going to include. Vampire's Kiss, you know the one with the, the meme of the that. Mm-hmm. No, we're not going to include that. One. I, mean, I think it's pretty obvious that Captain Corelli is going to be the winner. Captain Corelli's in this, yeah. Let's. I okay, so I think we narrow it down to uh, Rick Santoro from Snake Eyes, Castor Troy, Cameron Poe, Stanley Goodspeed, and um, let's go Benjamin Franklin Gates because I love his name. Well, Cameron Poe is an ex-army ranger. Yeah, yeah that was, that's what nails. immediately came to my mind. And he can take a bullet without flinching. Mm. We've seen that. Yeah, he like barely notices when he gets shot. Yeah, because he's really concerned about that plane and getting home. And he's made with diabetes. He's made with diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> it's slim! I've forgotten about that subplot. <laughs> we never found out what he did either, did we? Like, in terms of like why he's in prison. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, the point is he probably robbed a sweet shop. <laughs> he got diabetes and now is paying for it in prison. They, they are like insulin. Sort of maximum security prison. Sources. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone on that plane is meant to be like a super max. He probably rapes fifteen babies or something. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And he's just. Oh, I've got a smiley face. Well, no, because it's it's all the guys in the orange jumpsuits are all the like super max guys being shipped to another. Mm. Uh, a, it's a purpose built super max facility they're being mm. taken to, mm. but. Because it's the jailbird transport and it's making oh, stop just Carson City, they're also yeah. He's just a parolee hitching a lift. No, no, nothing to worry about. That's what they say at the beginning. It's like uh, he's a nobody. He's just uh, hang on. It's Nicholas Cage. He's the only person I recognise. John Cusack's in that film. Yeah. He is a sandal-wearing U.S. marshal. Can, yeah. can I put a suggestion forward? Vince Larkin. Yeah, yeah. Vince Larkin. <laughs> yes. 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 Can I put a suggestion forward? Yeah. And Chief we, O'Brien from yeah. <laughs> Situation that needs to get unfucked pretty quickly. <laughs> He's insane in that film. I he think shoot it down. down. What? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do that now, could you? Um, I think that we've been talking about doing um, a commentary track. Con Air might be, Con Air is pretty be good. the one that we sit down. Can we, we stop before good. the utterly shit ending? With Leanne Rhymes and the teddy bear. <laughs> no, I think you got to go through that. Oh, that's Christ. the bit. That's the bit we've. Is people will be waiting for. Yeah, that's the payoff. So, so are we just saying that he wins? Yes. That um, I think he might. I mean, like, so Stanley Goodspeed is a lab rat. He's not an, without Sean Connery. He'd have been dead in two minutes. Yeah, he he needs toys around him. I think so. Mm-hmm. Like he needs like he if if in a situation where he has a chance to mix up like a biological weapon. And throw it at someone else. But I'm talking like he, he was a, so yeah. desperate to MacGyver his way out of something in that film. Yeah, but it, it always descended to a shootout in yeah. which he was pissed and useless. Yeah, God, if, if I could just find a lab and maybe there's <laughs> something we need to to melt. 
I'd, I'd be able to help, but it's just marines and terrorists shooting each other. It's a good film, though. Yes, it's a phenomenal film. The shootout in the shower is yeah. very good. Yeah, it's what was good. the game that recreated that? Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Oh, yeah. yeah. As you come up through... But, no, you actually go the other way. Mm. You go down... You escape the gulag through the shower, That's it, yeah. but it recreates that scene in one of its survival missions. So you can mm. play co-op, which my mate, my mate and I used to love. Let's let's okay. So let's eliminate for starters. Um, I'm going down this. Let's eliminate Stanley Goodspeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it comes down to two, which is Castor Troy and Cameron Poe, because I think Castor Troy is going to be. But is this Castor Troy with his face? Or is it, yeah, John Travolta's face? I think face. with John Travolta's face, Castro Troy wins. But that's not Nicolas Cage. That's not Nicolas Cage, no, exactly. So this is the the, the original... Nicolas Cage is the bad guy in that film, isn't he? Yeah, but he's not. But he's not because he gets John Travolta... So John Travolta becomes the bad guy. Yeah, and John... actually has more fun being Nicolas Cage than I think Nicolas Cage has ever had. <laughs> he being nails Nicolas being Cage. Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do you think Nicolas Cage watching that going, I, I don't do that, do I? Do I? <laughs> Do I actually? Oh, mate, he's nailed it. That is exactly what you do. Yeah, this is the hammiest performance John Rawls ever put in, and it's perfect. I think in <laughs> this instance, of a twat. in this instance, he's 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 the bad guy, Nicolas Cage from Face Off, mm-hmm. against Cameron Poe. So you've so, got good versus bad. So before he gets uh, yes. into that fan yeah. tube thing, that he gets knocked out to. Yeah. So he's got a really cool double. Um, Holster with his yeah with his, his guns. gold pistols whatever. Whereas Cameron Poe is this Cameron Poe Army Ranger with all the kit, or is this Cameron Poe vest? I think it's in the films. I think it's how they are in the films. So he's dirty. He's got the long hair, which is fucking ridiculous. Now you think yeah. about. But he, I think he could probably disarm. I was just admiring your yeah. cage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's you it? pretty good. Yeah. Why did they put a pilot on that plane with all these incredibly bad people? We, yeah, we've got to watch this film again. This film is terrible, <laughs> but brilliant at the same time. Um, I, think, I personally think Cameron Poe wins. I, I think, I, because I, I, think, I think he could disarm the face-off guy. Like, so he pulls his... He's, he's he's known, there's no he's, messing yeah. about, whereas Castor Troy would probably be showboating a bit. Yeah. Trying to come up with some quippy one-liner. Yeah. He'd be enjoying himself mm. more. Mm. Cameron Poe just goes in and gets the job done. He, j- he just wants to go home to his family. If this is a Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. then he, I think Castor Troy is going to get the crowd behind him. Yes. Mm. And he's going to have a bit of that home turf advantage. You know what I mean? You've got all those people mm. shouting your name out. Hey, you're Castor Troy! Yeah. And I think, you know... And he just turns around there. Yeah. yeah. At which yeah. point Cameron Poe comes up behind him and hits on the back of the head with a, with a chair. I don't think that's his style, though. I think Cameron Poe just would point out and go, You! I think I said Cameron yeah. Crowe. You did. He's not involved. Cameron Crowe. <laughs> yeah. He's struggling this fight, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the leather satchel wearing boy from <laughs> Almost Famous. Yeah. <laughs> Beaten to a pulp. <laughs> so yeah, okay. Scraped. Let's let's say <laughs> because that just evolved into a conversation about um, Nicholas Cage films. Whether Conair or The Rock is the superior Nicholas <laughs> Cage vehicle. Uh, yeah, I'm so I'm done there. So yeah, we'll say. Cameron, Cameron Poe. Cameron Poe. Yeah. Nice, I like it. If you could have yeah. one force power that we ever see, what would it be and why would it be useful? 
It's only one, and I'm not counting telekinesis as one. It's got to be force push, force pull. Not. Not I can lift, lift stuff your up. fruit up to impress your girlfriend. Exactly. It's literally the one power that you think would, you know, be the best to have. So you've got sort of push, pull, mind control, lightning, lightning choking, choking, heal, healing, jumping. Yeah, everyone likes jumping. Running yeah. as well. Speed, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. For speed, yeah. Uh, Life drain, yeah. You know, horrendous things like that. It Basically, was... just got your life. But you're not including some just your intuitive abilities to just foresee what might be around the corner. But you'd still be able to use a lightsaber. That's not a force power on no. its own per se. No, it's not. It's something that's aided by the force. But you'd, mm. So you'd still be handy with a light. So. So I take pull. Yeah. I'd still be able to deflect blaster bolts. No, do you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to say real world. What force power would you have? Lightsabers don't exist, so you can't have it. Oh, that's changed everything. Yeah. It does, doesn't it? Mm. I mean, I was thinking that force push would be quite hilarious, actually. Every time anyone comes near you with a bit of work, you just go, boom, like that. Which is like, if you could hold them at a certain distance. Sorry, mate. I can, yeah, what? no, I can't. No, there you go. And if you come okay, closer, that would be really... No, all right, fine, well, whatever. Mm. And you'd never, like, you'd never have to queue at the bar. Anything like that. You'd have a lot just of fun. Just like... <laughs> Brilliant. A lot of fun do you, um, swivel chairs. Every time you approach an automatic door, do yeah. you give it the little hand wave? Just a little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can have a lot of fun with that as well. Like pretending something's an automatic oh, like door. Using force so you, you, you're going to an automatic door. And shot. the guy behind you is like, oh, what a dickhead. And then he just tries it straight into because he thinks it's an automatic door. I like the idea of having force push if I was going to go and speak to my boss to, so I could unnecessarily loudly open the door. Just <laughs> bam! <laughs> so I've got the figures from there. You know, I just absolutely <laughs> love that, just to slam open doors. Come on. And then pull would solve. Pull is the one that I most often. Try <laughs> just to see if it's going to work. If you need to get the remote control, yeah. if your pen is a little bit too far away, yeah. it's it's the one that would solve most of my minor lasernesses. Probably, yeah. mm. I just need that pen. Over there. Yeah, there just, we go. Yeah. Nice done. But but the point too. is, you couldn't put it back. Well, you chuck it, and it doesn't really matter where it's gone. <laughs> you can just summon it back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, that's or for good. you know, stealing sweets from children as you walk past them. <laughs> yep. Done. There we go. He took it, but he's standing all the way over there. Yeah. That must be his fun. And do it like do it. <laughs> Looking the kid in the eye, <laughs> just eating it, just slowly. There we go. Um, yeah. What are you going to fucking say to him? Flicking the bees across the car. <laughs> With push, though, I was going to say it would be quite fun to just have swivel chair races. Mm. Just like push, or just, just like yeah. blast yourself off the yeah. wall. Or something. You could use it. Use it. You'd have to have pretty like hair control over it. You'd need to mm. know hair either way mm. is the difference between a person propelling at a good speed across the, the and room just, just or liquefaction <laughs> against a yeah. against a wall. Lifetime of practice, though. Yeah, mm. and it could be good for. Quite a dangerous wank as well. I can't break it. <laughs> what about? Um, could you do an Iron Man impression? You know the bit where he's like learning to get the, the suit. Could you push yourself up? Do you think? Well, when they there's <laughs> a bit where in the big fight between them, they sort of they're both doing mm. it and they come and then they blast it apart. Mm. I mean, the films have always been 
less of a good representation of force powers in the mm. games. Yes. Which would be much better for just if you want to carve your way through 5,000 stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. So let's go with the games. Because, you know, lifting a, an X-Wing out of a swamp is all very well. It's not going to... It's not going to get you to the front of the queue at any nightclubs, is it? I mean, especially because it looks like an enormous amount of effort. I yeah. mean, Yoda himself, who's meant to be, I mean, the most powerful yeah. of Jedis, whenever he it's has to easy. lift something quite heavy, is always going... He kind of looks like he's holding in a fire at the same time. Though. Yeah. <laughs> really like, straining. Yeah. I mean, that just bursts and blows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's a proper bowel clencher. Are we also assuming that this force power is divorced from any questions of morality or turning <laughs> to the dark side? You just happen to have this ability. You just happen to have the ability. You I don't mean, have but, to worry about but, misusing it because I am going to misuse it. Well, I mean, obviously, but the point is, if you had, for instance, electricity, mm-hmm. and you were able to do that, I actually think after after several months of using it willy nilly on just about everyone you came across. <laughs> You would come to the slow realization that it's not the most practical. Yeah, you go to charge your phone up and it just explodes. You just go and you think, "Oh, this is brilliant," but it's like putting it in the microwave. Mm. Yeah, hard to. And force choke as well is just. I mean, it's <laughs> just like, killing it would, people. It would be. I mean, it'd be great to just you know, anytime anyone pisses around with you, just to kind of go. And they go, <laughs> and then you just let them go. Yeah. What? Well, what? Well, I'm not doing anything. I'm not mm. doing anything. You just be like seriously, I could. Just, yeah. I could, I could do this all day. Something like, like choking. They're probably too. You would very quickly find yourself in some sort of maximum security vault mm-hmm. with the army stopping you getting out. Yeah. I think actually having one of these powers would probably, in mm. real life, put you in, uh, you know, under watch. I think you'd have to be quite they go, well, it's actually amazing. He has these things in his blood called Metachlorians. You know, and then they yeah. start trying to inject them into other people and then you've got an army of mutant clones. Just <laughs> <laughs> So you'd want something you could keep. So I think maybe Mind Trick mm. would, be, would be, you know... You do want to useful. show me your tits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> Brilliant. All right, cool. That works on Dan anyway. You don't need to <laughs> but so you could you could use that, mm. and you're not marking yourself out as some sort of you know nothing's visibly happening. That's not something you'd want. To yeah, except hands, everyone would be it? like, have you noticed? Every time he goes into his boss's office, he's waving his hand. I mean, yeah. it's like a, you know, it becomes a tick, doesn't it? So sort of every and time he does someone, oh, I think, oh, I think you've got that wrong. Yeah, so I've definitely got it wrong. Would that lead to you becoming David Tennant in Jessica mm. Jones? Maybe you just know, getting a complete, get everything you want. Not you know, not really. Sort of lose connection with people on a human level because you can just manipulate them in any way you want. Well, it's not really, you, you can't really, it's not, you can't make anyone do whatever they want. It's just sort of a gentle nudging, isn't it? The mm. mind trick. And it only works on the uh, the weak minded. But I think most people yeah. are quite weak minded mm. compared to us. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, I, I would, I think I would severely misuse that. I think mm. being able yeah. to alter people's will. Even, we, even we if it's can't just be trusted with anything, suggestion, really. I don't think I could be trusted with that because it would just be too easy to. Yeah. To I mean, <laughs> I would pretty much have mind tricked my way into a job, into a position where basically the company I worked for just gave me money, and <laughs> yeah. I sat at home yeah. playing Xbox. That, that is your job, yeah, as consultant. Yeah, and I'd use it to sort of fundamentally make my son capable of doing. I'd be just be like, no, you can do that. Our daddy doesn't need to do that. You can do it. Just you know, just like mind you, get that stool. You do it. Brilliant. And while you're there, you can bring daddy a beer. You know, it's it's just you know, and he 
comes and does it. It's little things like you don't think you're doing much harm as well. So when you go to buy a Ferrari, yeah. go, I'll give you £100. Go, I'm giving him £100. I'm giving I'm him £100. Stealing I'm it. not stealing yeah. it. It's not theft. He has said that I can get a 99.9% yeah. discount on it. And there's security cameras everywhere yeah. who will see me going like this. But that's <laughs> yeah. it's just my lucky symbol. Yeah, I, I don't think anyone should have that. I think that's yeah. terrifying. You would leave a trail of destroyed lives in your wake, wouldn't you? I, I think so. realistically, pull is the one. Just... I don't know. I think I'd probably go for push just for the loud doors opening. <laughs> Bam! Really <into laughs> just, that. I just really love that idea of just really forcefully opening doors and then doing something really innocent afterwards. I assume we'd live together, though. Like, <laughs> but yeah, pass it here. Bam! Okay, thanks. Dan, can I borrow Overwatch? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Hang on, hang on, there you go. Yeah. Mm. So, push or pull probably is the, the ones that we can be trusted with, right? I mean, for a given value of trusted. Yeah. Um, still quite a lot of mischief you could get up to. Yeah, I think so as well. I'm going to go for push. I'd go pull. I, I think I'd take pull. Yeah, <clears throat> I would. But yeah. Um, I could always push things to people and they could bring it to me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just so I mean, what the ultimate would be is one of us has pull, one of us has push, and one of us has mind control. Yeah, mm. yeah, right. Sort it out, mate. Yeah, <laughs> I'll go, okay. I'll go mind control, and we'll be a little, a little super Jedi team. Yeah, nice. I like it. Although you could potentially become the master of both of us. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah, yeah. you could just be. We would my be left your hand tools. And my right hand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the point, isn't it? Any one of us that has mind control is going to abuse that power, even on the ones that have. Like even now, I'm thinking I'd go into shops and not pay for things. Like that's why you shouldn't have that. Mm. Well, I mean, yeah, and many other things. I mean, it, you, this is why the just... Jedi are such tedious pricks all the time. Because if you don't live like a monk, you would become an absolute sociopath. <laughs> you really would. Yeah. Well, they wanted to do it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And to be fair, where they get all their funding from is also another thing we should talk about at some point. Mm. Yeah. Because they have a fucking temple. Well, I think it's filled with technology. Yeah. It's it's, it's paid for by the government, isn't it? They are undoubtedly. Undoubtedly. There is an intergalactic budget that is pretty bottomless. They they kind of almost bring up the fact that our taxpayers' money is going to this ancient order that's not really doing a great deal anymore. And that operates completely outside of governmental oversight. Exactly, yeah. And they're building an army, according to, if if you believe in the reports at the time as well, Mm -hmm. in in the prequels. Yes. Anyway. Cool. Yeah. Next up. Right. How big is a Pokemon? Ah. No, this isn't the question. How big is a Pokemon? I think we've got the same question, yeah. How big is a Pokeball? Yeah. What's going on there? Can I can I tie this in with another one? Go for it. When it's in the Pokeball, how can you tell what's in what Pokeball? Hmm. How many like how many Pokemons do you have in your library at the moment <laughs> that you've captured? My library. <laughs> rough rough estimate. But I do you know I, I couldn't tell you, but it's probably So okay. Biggest Pokemon's probably a thirty odd. In so you've got a shelf at home of identical balls, each with a hapless trapped creature inside it, which is bigger than the ball. This is just bigger than the physical on a colossal scale. Bigger than the physical shell of the ball, because it's like a sort of a TARDIS esque 
storage unit. It's bigger on the inside than it is on the outside. It's like a virtual space inside it that it inhabits. Where these creatures just, just float in limbo, waiting to be hurled into deadly combat with other creatures that they'd probably get along with pers- perfectly well if they weren't being forced to battle to the death. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the world's viewpoint. cutest blood sport. Absolutely <laughs> sickening. Every every single aspect from the you, you go out into their habitats, you capture them against their will, you cram them into horrendously combined environment, you yep. trap them, you mistreat them, and then you force them to fight each other. Mm. People it's get sent to prison for that sort of thing. It's true. You're putting a very uh, dark spin. So here's, here's, here's my issue which is as I say you're, you're in a Pokemon battle and you say I choose you Pikachu and you throw it and out pops um, a very tired Pokemon yeah, a, a, slow, <laughs> a, a slow poke yeah. and you're like that's not why I chose how do you know what's in what Pokemon I th- I'm pretty sure a little picture of the of the Pokemon inside, oh, you might be right. You pops might be up right. on that little light. So when, you, when you're, do you have like a big sack of balls? That's it. Yeah. A massive, great big no, ball sack. In the in yeah. in the cartoon, they're all like this big, aren't they? And then they yeah, grow. they're all like fist size. Then they, then they grow like when you used to use them. So they're all like that, and they go like that. Mm-hmm. So I mean, this is this is really advanced technology we're talking about here, mm. which seems to have evolved purely to, like you say. Yeah, in- incredible technology that's used to allow teenagers to force animals to fight each other. Yes. I'm sure there's no other practical applications of it this amazing very wrong. miniaturization the technology. The more you tell me mm. things, you're very convincing, you know. Um, not, not even going into all the, the nightmarish inbreeding and genetic experimentation that seems to be going on. The forced evolution. Yeah. Mm. They suddenly go from being quite you know pleasant little squeaky things to... Um, you know, murderous, blood rage fueled. It's the weaponization of innocent creatures. Yeah, man, this is really quite devastating, actually. I feel like a bit of a dick. <laughs> I'd love it if they did, like, a really realistic Pokemon <laughs> movie, which is, it just ends with sort of bits of animals all over the place and people crying at the devastation that they've wrought. <laughs> it's just, it'd just be a harrowing experience from end to end. Yeah. I, I've got nothing to add to that. I, I agree with everything you've just said. Mm. So, so I, I think pokey fighting, or whatever the fuck it's actually called, the practice of abusing Pokemons, should be uh, in the same category as fox hunting. <laughs> and it's something that's only supported by uh, bugly little pricks. Hogwarts folk. Hogwarts folk. I bet they. I bet they. They'd be in that countryside alliance lot, wouldn't they? Probably. Yeah. Mm. I reckon on the Hogwarts Express, there was probably a lot. Of wooden uh, signs that said "Vote Leave." Yeah, definitely all the way along. Like yeah, they're massively isolationist. Aren't yeah. They? Vote well, so you think that the, you think the elitists were the ones that wanted us out of Europe? Well, this is a different conversation at some point, but but I, I think there's a lot of Brexiters going to Hogwarts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Daddy's firm will do far better outside of Europe. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Interesting. Although I don't know how that works well, with the Tri Wizard Tournament, whatever it's called. Well, that's the sort of thing you do just to demonstrate how superior you are to everyone else no, and to, to make jokes at their expense. <laughs> to mock the fact that we're yeah. in Gola trainers instead. Of- <laughs> Gola trainers. 
Oh, I love it. Um, so yeah. So what what is the practice of using Pokemon's called? What is what sport are you engaged in if you are a Pokemon fighter? Does, is there a name for it? I'm going out Pokemoning. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I think so. I, yeah, to Pokemon. Okay. Pokemon, Pokemon, you Pokemon, we not, Pokemon. No, it doesn't. Poker Battle? Poker Bang? <laughs> Poker Bang! Anyways, <laughs> well, Pokey Banging should be in the same category of animal abuse as fox hunting and dog yeah, fighting. I agree. I agree. I agree. I'm with you now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know about this one. What makes a Decepticon a Decepticon? What is it about one faction of robots that makes them evil and one faction of robots that makes them good? Are, I mean, are they born for starters? How do they come about? Who made the Transformers and who decided to make some Transformers good, some Transformers bad, but really they're all aiming for the same thing. They quite mm. like the Energon Cubes. I mean, aren't they supposed to be on the same, originally on the same side? Aren't they supposed to be they? See, this water? T- aren't they all supposed to be... Transformers, you know, Cybertronians or whatever. And then some just decided they want to yeah, be some turned evil. Into dicks and the others yeah. turned into... Autobots and Decept- that's, that's like the names of their faction. They're not different species of robots, are they? No, but how do you... How do you decide that you're going to be... Inherently... Yeah. Well, it's like anyone, isn't With it? Megatron, I'm guessing it's his insane cackling laugh. <laughs> yeah, true. Tripped him down the evil side. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a gun, so I think it? I'm probably just going to be a bad guy. Mm. So. I mean, Megatron always has that, like you said, the Skeletor. Mm. That has yeah. always that. He never nah! stood a chance, I'll rule this day, nah! <laughs> and Starscream has um, Weasley little sidekick written all over him, I suppose. Yeah, pretty mm. much. Yeah. Okay, well, that's just answered that question. Maybe it's just personality. I mean, it's like, you know, it is, it's personality. Mm. Why do we have bad people in real life? So, you reckon it all started off with just they chose people they prefer hanging out with? Well, the films always make, the films, Michael Bay's films, make it out that they're all such deep philosophical people. Oh, we were once the the proud race, but you stole it from us and you have taken our proud... You know, and it was all quite... Um, meant to be deep and meaningful, which I never thought I'd say about a Michael Bay film. Um, it, you know, it's all supposed to be quite philosophical, mm. but it's it's really it's really not. And Shia LaBeouf happened. Yeah. Yes, I think it, and Sam Witwicky, 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 he, he is. Yeah, it's um, it just turns into uh, typical good, evil mm. stereotypes, cackling. Yeah. So, do we know the origins of the Autobots? Were they created? Are they alive? Yeah, they are. They're living metal. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Forged. That's as if that's a phrase that explains things. (laughs) Yeah, they're they're living metal. Okay. Yeah. Who forged them? What? Who forged them? Do they forge each other? Uh, They forge each other's senses. (laughs) 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 Do 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 do. Clang, clang. If you live next door to like a pair of newlywed Autobots, and you just got clang, 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 building literally falling (laughs) over every night. Clang, 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 clang. It'd be like, um, <laughs> do me like a little car. Clang, <laughs> like trying to live next to the theatre that Stomp is in. Just <laughs> metal smashing on metal yeah. constantly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. Where do Transformers come from? <laughs> Let me look this up. Have sex with a woman. That's <laughs> what you're going to get. Transformers. Google's just going to go have sex to be with a woman. It's not the answer, it's just advice. <laughs> yeah. This <laughs> could say, say Cybertron, isn't it? Cybertron. Yeah, that's yeah, so all it says. Reproduction, where, where do transformers. Little transformers come from. 
I'm pretty sure. Okay, so sp- here we go. The Matrix provides life. So the thing that's in Optimus Prime provides life, apparently. So that's why that kind of makes that's sense. That's what they tell kids when they're not ready to have the talk yet. Yeah, that's their equivalent of the stalk. I think the babies. Matrix is in Optimus Prime, and it's like the parents go, "No, the, the, the Matrix is in all of us. Okay. It's all of us." I want to say that this is the Transformers Wait, wiki page. Dad right? covered me with Matrix. If the Matrix there. is in, does that mean that Optimus Prime is the like the father of all? No, he's he just, the only he's one that just, can reproduce. It's always the leader of the Autobots that's meant to house. He's like the, the robotic the '60s milkman. Oh, so their the whole their whole society is set up so that the leader is the only one that can reproduce. Apparently nightmare. not, because uh, according to this, and this is the Transformers wiki page as well. Mechanical construction is number one. Massive respect to the people who <laughs> thought that was something that the world needed. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes new Transformers are simply built from scratch, and that's all it takes. A suitable transform body is constructed, and when finished and turned on, it just springs to life. Oh, right, so there is no need for <laughs> clang, clang. There's no, no, they're literally just some dude sweating with a spanner. <laughs> and it's on. That is not that's satisfying. Not good, no, that's not good enough, is it? So, uh, so it's already built. You yeah. turn it on, and I it just, just has wait a to predetermined personality. This, this one's good or evil. This yeah, one I prefer. Infusion is another way. Oh, that sounds sexy. In other stories, once a new Transformer body has been built, it must be must still be infused with life. Uh, what the infused fiction from with the... life all over its face. <laughs> yeah. What the fiction from the Beast era and afterward gloss as a spark from a godlike outside source. Uh, in Generation <laughs> oh, 1 cartoon, this source is Vector Sigma. In the Marvel comics, the creation matrix, which housed the essence of Primus, the Transformers creator god. Whoa, here we go. This is what happens when people try to put mm. backstory behind something about robots that turn into trucks. Yeah. Well, I asked a question, I suppose. Uh, Cybertronians are created through two confirmed methods. They are the forge Confirmed or- methods? Con- <laughs> <laughs> they are the forge or constructed cold. Uh, then- oh, my God. Forging was the natural way of Cybronians, Cybertronians to be created. <laughs> Right. Is that what they're called? Cy- Cybertronians? Um, an energy pulse from Vector Sigma would I flash... I right, man. I was guessing, but nice. I got that right. An energy pulse from Vector Sigma... You keep saying Vector Sigma like it's a thing. <laughs> yeah, Vector Sigma. It's around the corner. Would flash across the world, igniting a hot spot where new sparks would emerge from the planet. There would be great rejoicing and ceremony and sparks and base substance. The Sentio Metallico... <laughs> Would be sought out and harvested from the living metal of Cybertron or its moons. The harvested sparks would then be matured via a process known as the nurturing. This is some, like, entry-level fanfiction wank. (laughs) This is unbelievable. Some naturally-born sparks are 0.1 percenters. Do all these things that you're saying that are made-up words have capitals? Uh, no, yes, they do. Yes. <laughs> of course they do. All of them do. <laughs> and in brackets, it says if the point one percent is it's about zero point zero one percent of the population. Thanks for that. Of course, yeah. With abilities greater than the average transformer, point one percent include Overlord, Minimus, Ambus, and Roller. While Optimus Prime, Ultra Magnus, Scorponok, Shockwave are implied to be. Megatron occupies a unique position as the first, possibly only hybrid. Fuck me, this goes into some detail about a cartoon that was designed to sell some toys. Uh, uh. <clears throat> there is so much on it. I 
I take it back because the first sentence is like something just created. And yeah, just, let's go back to that. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> it's really misleading, actually, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I just sort of just yeah. But if you really want to go, yeah. <laughs> All right, you dick. Here yeah. you go. Yeah. Sigma vector. <laughs> yeah. All over your mum's face. Yeah. yeah. So. It just, yeah, I think you're right. I think it's just who they prefer to hang out with. It's almost like yeah. gangs than anything. Falling in with the wrong crowd. Yeah. Yeah, man. You don't feel, I mean, if you fall in with them. Um... Yeah, I think it's just they like hanging out. Some Septicons like hanging out with the bad guys and then Autobots like hanging out with the good saying, guys. That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah. I think that's it. So I'm really glad I learned so much about Transformers today. Fuck me. What a way. Mm. Well, that's uh, almost one minute 20. Okay. Oh, really? You got any more before, before we wrap up? Or? I do, but they're all just kind of a bit... We could all do... We could do it again. Do yeah, it I, I've enjoyed doing this. This has been fun, so... I feel we've put some we've put some big issues to bed. Yeah, I really have. Yeah. I found out far more about Transformers than I ever wanted to. Yeah, um, I... Almost childhood ruining that stuff, wasn't yeah. it? I think it's childhood ruining because someone has sat down and you, you can almost picture them doing it as well. And they've gone through... Everything really panicking yeah. the further they get through it because yeah. they kind of go, they're just created. Well, they're not really just sort of created, they're actually sort of there are two different ways. And to be honest, you know, they're, they're quite difficult. Unless anyway, you talk the first about way them. they do it is like this, and then the second way they do it like this, but there's sometimes they don't do it like this, and then and then they get onto the characters. And they're like, so this guy was obviously created, you know, it's almost like they really enjoyed writing it and just getting deeper and deeper into Transformers, mm. and afterwards didn't read it, just published it. Yeah, just yeah. they needed to get never out, yeah. proofread anything. It's probably a wise move because this is a lot of shit. Right. Right. That's it. Right. Another week done. Welcome. So, Thanks for joining us again, Russ. Enjoying it? That's all right, yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Russ. It makes me feel really... That's about all we used to get from Gurnalist. Yeah. And is Gurnalist <laughs> coming back at some point? I think he should. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I never really liked him very much, but, you know. He was friends with other people. Yeah, yeah. Everyone other than me, apparently. He just moved in different circles to you, Dan. You can't, you can't expect to have a shared social experience. You and McGregor, I know, would love to make a, a, a comeback. <laughs> um. So maybe you and McGregor and Gurnalist come back. Yeah, I think so. Do you want to look at playing some games at some point as well? Maybe some more... Stop trying to make me play games with people. <laughs> I just want to sit at home with my cock in hand <laughs> playing video games on my own. It's difficult to do with your cock in your hand. Well, you just loop your little finger around. There it is. <laughs> Why did you have such a quick answer to that? I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know. Just maybe some, some choose your own adventure books again, potentially. Mm-hmm. I have a few of them. Excellent. We'll do got, that. Well, I've got a Sainsbury's bag full of them. <laughs> this is still, these are still just in the Sainsbury's, <laughs> still bag. Sainsbury's bag. Excellent. Well, thanks for listening. Um, you can email us. We won't read it. Um, so you can hit us up on Twitter, which is at 2MTOOH, or Facebook, which is facebook.com forward slash TMTOOH. Uh, I think that's about it, really. You can email us. I or go to the website, which oh, is com, which never gets updated. Yeah, we're going to update it at some point. Well, well, we should use that. Yeah, let's, okay, we'll put some stuff on the website soon. We keep saying it's just about the podcast. Hmm. But yeah. Yeah, don't email us there, because I, I don't even remember the password as, for that. As we used so. to joke, if you're going to email yeah. us, could you Facebook us to let us know that you're going to email us, so that we know to check the inbox. Thank you. I can't even remember what the address is. <laughs> I, I think it's talk to us at... Oh, talk to us at TMT... 
Talk oh, to us? Yeah, talk to us. At tmtoh.com. Yeah, email us there. That's fine, yeah. I don't, no one has access to the inbox, though. I mean, there could be hundreds. <laughs> yeah, there could be hundreds of emails. There could be, like, people asking for sponsorship, and we mm. would never know. No. Kellogg's might want us to... Kellogg's! <laughs> <laughs> might want us to help them with a new cereal bar or something, you know? Who knows? We don't know. You should work out the password. <laughs> I think I know the password, so it's fine. Okay, I will check the emails. So if you do want to email, it's probably email going us. to be the one password that we have on everything. <laughs> yeah, it probably is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see any reason why it wouldn't be. So yeah, yeah. we're a real Mickey Mouse operation. <laughs> like, really, really have no idea what's going on. <laughs> so yeah, talk to us at tmtoh.com. Yeah, email us. I'd like to hear. I'd like to read some emails. Hmm. I mean, if, if you disagree with us on any of the answers that we've reached, then it is too late because this is now fact. Do your own podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, anything else, give it a shout. Excellent. Thanks very much. Uh, we'll be back next week. Yeah. You don't have to look at us. I mean, this is. Are, this is, is this you trying to confirm next week already? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. You need to let these people come. Can we just text us okay, afterwards? Fine. Yeah, all right, cool. Yeah, see you guys. Thanks. Bye. 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 Bye.